Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey (laughs) got a radio show uh today folks i just want to dive right in because i think i got it i think i got something that's um that rings for everybody here it is did you know did you know and i'm talking to everybody did you know that there is a life for you that's greater than you could have ever dreamed of? Did you know that there is a life for you better than you could have ever imagined? 
There's a life for you better than, better than the one you thought you could have. Did you know that there's a life for you better than the one you've ever felt before? Did you know that there was a life for you greater than the one you saw for yourself? Did you know that there is a life for you greater than you had expected? And did you know that there was a life for you much bigger than the one you wanted? And lastly, did you know that what I just said is true? Did you know that? Did you know that the things I just said are available to you? Yeah, you. It's not just intended for other people. It's not just intended for the rich. It's not intended for those with college degrees. It's not just intended for those who receive awards. It's for everybody. Yeah, you too. It's for you who didn't get your high school diploma. It's for you who are incarcerated. It's for you who have two strikes. It's for you who've been sentenced to life. It's for you who've gotten out and have a felony record and can't seem to get it together. It's for you who have an illness. It's for you who the doctors have given up on. It's for you. This life I'm talking about is for you. Did you know that there's a life for you better than the one you dreamed about, better than the one you've imagined, a life better than the one you thought of, that there's a life for you better than the one you've ever felt before. There's a life for you better than the one you saw for yourself. There's a better life for you than the one you expected and even the one you wanted. Did you know that this is true for you? See, here's, here's let me give you the secret to this thing now. You have to believe that it is for you. Now, you got to fight through the doubts. You got to fight through the will of Satan because the devil is busy, man. The devil wants you to think that it's hopeless. The devil wants you to think that this is it. The devil wants you to think there ain't no more to it. The devil wants you to think that this applies to other people but you. Yeah, you've been dealt the worst hand of them all, which you ain't, but that's what the devil wants you to think. So you got to fight through now. You got to fight through to get to what I just said is available for you. But what else you got to do? You ain't doing nothing else. Might as well fight. Why just wake up and just let it be? Why would you wake up every day and just exist when there's a chance for you to actually live? See, the reason I don't mind smiling so much now is because I'm no longer existing. I'm living now. See, see, that's what you want to get to. You don't want to exist to wake up paycheck to paycheck, day to day, not knowing, not understanding, not having, can't, 
can't get this, can't get that, can't go here, can't go there. Got to wait, got to wait, got to wait, got to wait till it seems like you never get nowhere. You can get out of that rut of life feeling like when you wake up in the morning that your life is ho-hum, that you're just in a rut. I drive the same way to work. I do the same thing on my job. When I get off, I drive all the way back home. I sit there. I read the newspaper. I water the lawn. I'm so sick of my life. It ain't. This ain't what I wanted, man. And start, wake up, start over, do the same thing. Then the weekend gets in, you got to mow the lawn, and then you try to fix something in the garage, and you feel like your life is in a rut. I'm talking about if this feels like a rut to you, and if it's what you've always wanted, I'm cool with that. But I'm talking to people who want it more, who would love their life to be more, who would love their life to different, to be different. Now, I'm not criticizing you if I just described your life I'm just only talking to the ones who would dare to believe that there's more to it than this. I'm only talking to the ones who would dare, dare to accept the challenge, to fight through and see what God got for you instead of listening to Satan all the time. The devil is busy, man. Please understand he's so busy. So busy trying to trick you, get you into the groove. You know, they're doing all kind of stuff now, man. You know, atheists and already got prayer taken out of schools. Excuse me. Look at our schools. schools. Now there's a push by the atheists to get the words in God we trust taken off our money. Here's the deal. If you don't believe in God and you don't want to trust in God, just go on about your business. But what you can't do is spill off all into what I'm talking about. That's the problem I have with all, all of them. If you're going to do you, then do you. But don't spill off into what I got. Now, see, if you don't believe what I'm saying, then I ain't talking to you. Let's just be clear about the relationship with Steve Harvey and his crew. I'm only talking to the people that believe, that are looking for something else, that want something more, that want something better. That's got to be out there searching and hoping and, and trying to do more. That's all I'm talking to. Now, if you don't believe what I'm saying is true, then go ahead. Try it your way. Go see. Write me. Email me. Let me know how it's going for you. But I'm telling you of a way that's tried and true. If you go to God, if you go to your creator, your maker, if you go to him and you go to him for real and tell him, hey, you know what? I want you to go ahead and take over from here. I'm done. I done done all I know how to do. I done done tried everything I know how to try. I'm sick of me right now. Hey, look here. You created me. What you want me to do? And here's the cool thing about it when I made that decision, y'all. See, I was so afraid for years that I was going to miss out on something if I did that. I couldn't do this no more. But the stuff I needed to stop doing, I really need to stop. The, the things I was afraid of not being able to do anymore were the very same things I really didn't need to be doing no more in the first place. On, on the real, man. On the real. All that temporary fun I was having. All them temporary outlets I was using. All them temporary things trying to fulfill myself I was doing. I was just doing a bunch of temporary mess, man. I said, hold up, man. I want something permanent, man. I want a permanent feeling in my heart that it's going to be all right. So he replaced all that fun with joy. But it was only because I went and I faced it. He didn't take me and stop me from being me. He just made a better version of me. See, God don't take, he because all the stuff he sent you through, he needed you to go through all them. He needed you to have them experience of what it felt like to be locked up. He needed you to have that experience and know what it was to lose everything. He needed you to have that experience to make you tough. You're just going to be a tough one. I'm a tough soldier in his army. That's all. 
I just say one of the weak ones. I protect the weak ones. God didn't take a lot of stuff from me except the stuff I needed. But the stuff he made me to be, he allowed me to keep it. And he just made a better me. Do that, y'all, and you can have what you want. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, monkeys, chinchillas, ferrets, parakeets, doves, orangutans, mules, and goats. What about a possum? Mm-mm. They're not invited. Elephants. I just did. Everybody I want to is here. I just did. <laughs> you don't need no more. And eaters. No, I just named. Rhinoceros. <laughs> well, he getting mad about y'all animals. <laughs> 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 Hippopotamus, Steve. Just think about it. Y'all want to start a show over? Y'all want to do it like no, this we, here? We just asking. <laughs> we just mad asking. About? I didn't ask y'all for no help. This ain't y'all's time. I ain't said your name yet. You didn't call chickens? <laughs> Nothing about giraffe. Hey, Junior, what's happening, man? What's up, Mark? Morning, <laughs> man. I'm good, brother. Feeling good. Appreciate you coming, man. Appreciate you sitting there waiting on your turn to be talked to. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good when you have team players like that that realize that there is no I in team. It's not. But they just jump right in here, you know, just all just about them. You know, it's amazing, Junior, man. What's that? How do you work with people like that? <laughs> well, Uncle, I don't know. I just come in because the check they're giving me, I need it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to come on in. That's kind of like me, too. Yeah, I can't worry about them. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that, John. Carla, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Steve? I'm doing I didn't hear well. nothing from you, either. I wasn't in that. I'm good. No, no. So how you doing today? I'm doing good. Because we already know how everybody else doing. Obviously, they perky as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <Morning> time. Well, I did, and I don't care. Start the morning off, right? Mm. Mm. Well, see, he's not talking to y'all. He said, Carla, how y'all That's doing? Right. Oh, yeah. well, still ain't saying nothing that, to me. Carla, see, still ain't saying nothing to me. Here they is. Here they is. They all up in it. Got some evil people working on this show. Yeah, yeah you, Shirley. Shirley, you the evil one. Evil, evil people. Shirley, admit it, though. You throw more rocks than anybody on this show. That's my job, Steve. <laughs> to throw rocks? To keep it moving, to interject, to have fun. This is supposed to be fun. Fun, fun, fun. Where's the fun? He talking about the shade, girl. You talking about fun? Oh, it's fun and throwing oh, shade. T- oh, I believe he said Shirley. Oh, oh we gonna oh, do that. Oh, well, you jumped in. Never rock. Hey, Shirley, this ain't what they you want. Never rock. <laughs> no, we're having fun. It's yes. never like that. Come on. Oh, it's morning it. time. We're in a good mood. Always. <laughs> ain't nobody talking to him though. Who comes to work <laughs> mad? Y'all not talking to me? Who comes not to yet. work mad? <laughs> wow. I had a good night's sleep, only went to the restroom six times. <laughs> okay, no, seriously though, seriously. Do you don't you hate getting up going to the bathroom? At night? No. Yes. no. What's the alternative though, sir? There is no alternative. Okay. That's why you gotta get up. But no, I, hate I really it. don't I really don't hate it. You don't mind? No. No, it's like a break. I don't yeah. like it. A break from sleeping? Well, you don't want nobody waking a you up. A break from you holding. Pee. You don't want that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that pressure. You don't want what, Jay? You don't want nobody waking you up telling you peed. You done peed again. I'll be damned. Oh, Lord. Again? Not grown. Not again. <laughs> yeah, 
Not <laughs> again. Your age. Damn, man. <laughs> Consistent. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, the guys, hmm, <laughs> apropos, the guys are going to discuss awkward situations inside something funny when we come back. All right, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to something funny, guys, you know how I love a clean, fresh-smelling room. So, do you notice anything? You notice how lemony fresh it smells in here yes. now? Yes. The lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Junior brought us some breakfast this morning. Thank you again, Junior. You're it welcome. was delicious. You're so welcome. So, after that, after that, I pulled out my Pine Sol Lemon Wipes. The lemon ones. I wiped down the countertops during the uh, commercial, and not only is the countertop clean and sparkly now, see, Lemonly. but yes, but the Lemonly. lemon, lemon fresh <laughs> scent, uh, it just livened up the whole studio. I love how it smells. It. Yes. Okay. Put some more over there about Jada. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put some more over there about Jada. <laughs> that was this was my attempt to do a little spring cleaning. I wanted to do a little bit early. So what do you all think? You like it for real? The same. Yeah, I have a lot of just smelling. Yes. I do like it. Sure. Thank you guys. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Pine Sol is the number one lemon scented cleaner. I also wiped down the garbage can lid uh, to get rid of the germs there. And you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> I keep Thank my Pine Sol Lemon Fresh Wipes handy. Pine Sol Clean Your Way. And happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras, everybody. Well, you know what? I, yes. I like I like this. Since you don't cook, at least you're clean. You know? uh, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> you got to do something. Absolutely. I do oh. that. I, I, you, you will have a yeah, clean house. Cook, there's not much to clean. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Surely I'll stay spotless. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> not cooking <laughs> and pine salt. 100%. <laughs> All right, now, guys, it's time for something funny. So, Steve, Jay, Tommy, Jr., uh, you're here. Explain this, Jay. It's called this is Awkward called Situations. Awkward Situations. Oh. We've all been in awkward situations. Oh, I'll yeah. set it up. I want the fellas to add to it. Here's one. Here's the first one. You with your boy. You and your boy riding. You decide to go pick up your girl. Mm-hmm. Now, he won't get in the back seat. He sits his ass in the middle. Awkward. Been there? He in the middle of me and my girl? <laughs> Yeah. Is no. that what you just said? You just yeah. want no, clarity, that's not Tommy. Gonna happen. Oh, we got to get his butt out the car, dog. He can't roll with us, man. You pull up, he scoot over. Yeah. <laughs> I know you ain't up under me, dog. You up under me? Why is your hands in your lap? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-uh. Awkward. Here's another awkward situation. You and your girl upstairs getting busy. Uh, just making noise. Yeah. You come downstairs, you thought her parents were gone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, awkward. Nah, that's crazy. That's awkward. Awkward. Oh, Pop, you still here? <laughs> the in-laws? Your mama here? <laughs> but they looking upside your head. <laughs> yeah, they look right up there. What you doing to our baby? <laughs> what you doing to my baby? What you doing to my baby? Wow. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ooh, her daddy don't, don't never sound like I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> How come you don't sound like that? Like you know it. <laughs> 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 what you got? You got one? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, if you see somebody like that, you come downstairs, you see her mother in there, what can you really say? <laughs> oh, Mrs. Smith, Lord. <laughs> Why? Okay. Y'all thought y'all was leaving. How long y'all been here? <laughs> <laughs> can I get Tom, you got one? <laughs> oh, man. All right, I got another one. There you go. One. You said something about somebody. You just talking major trash. 
and you thought the phone was off on mute. <laughs> oh, and they heard man. every damn thing. Oh, oh I didn't um, miss that mute oh, button before. Yeah, I, I didn't done that. I, yeah, yeah, I have done that. Yeah. I have forgotten to hang up. Oh, God, God, dog. Especially man. on these smartphones. Well, I got a, I got an awkward situation. Okay, I was what? Say, you I ever lost? Somebody ever come up to you really upset and start crying? Mm-hmm. But they crying, but they got bad breath. Oh. oh. Now you crying. And you trying to <laughs> listen to them because you know something wrong, uh-huh. but their breath is pushing you back. <laughs> hey. And you got to keep asking them what they said because they crying and you trying to get far away. Oh, what? Uh, their mouth is open. Yeah. Get out them H's. Ha, ha. Oh, yeah, man. them H's. Uh-uh. Wait, wait, wait. What, Steve? What is it? Ha, ha. Hey, hey. What's wrong? Man, you, your breath can't be like that, and you cry with your mouth open. Ha ha ha! I got awkward. Mm-hmm. I got awkward. What? Mm-hmm. You didn't pull some pictures off the internet, mm-hmm. very graphic, mm-hmm. and you sending them to your baby saying, "Yeah, this is what we gonna do when you get back," and you didn't sent them to the wrong damn person. Oh, yeah. mm. wow. you interesting life, boy. That's great. Pastor, I'm so sorry. Wow. Rem, Rem Williams, I'm sorry. Rem Williams, you're going to get a text. Don't open it. Whatever you do, please don't open that. Please. <laughs> we need to lay hands on you. All right, I got one. Carla, you're going to love this one. You're going to love this what? one. What you got, Jay? You're trying to help your kids with their homework. Oh. They're looking at you like you don't know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> well, that, that, that happens to me, Jay. That happens all the time, That happens to me, Jay. <laughs> They quit carrying that wall, and that was I it. Remember, I knew you were going to say that. I, I was done. I and then you try to help them, and then they say, that's not it. That's not yeah, the that, way that's the teacher taught us. That's uh, not it. And you be like, oh. I'll t- I tell you one, Jay. It's really awkward. What you got? You know, I really don't know why they got this Bluetooth in the car, but uh, mm-hmm. you had that whole conversation going on with somebody else who ain't supposed to be in your car. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then she said, you going to do what to who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Mm-mm. Hit the end button, but then don't answer no more. <laughs> nah, that's kind of okay. I got one for you. You know You've been in a parking lot looking for your car. Uh-huh. This was back in the day. Right. And find your car, one just like yours, but somebody mm-hmm. sitting in it. <laughs> what? Boy, let me tell you catch, something. Catch your well, I had a conversation with this dude, full-blown conversation, but he was in his car. Yeah. But it was just uh, like mine. Yeah. Boy, that was that was an ugly conversation. Oh, man. Oh, that's charge him up, Steve. You was winning. Man, what the? Sit your damn car. Get away from him, man. Yeah. You talking crazy. Uh, All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour and entertainment news, uh, Wendy Williams is back on her TV show. How you doing? Uh, And Tamron Hall is back as well. She's expecting a baby. And uh, later we will discuss the Leaving Neverland uh, documentary. But coming up next, it is The Nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Wendy Williams is back on her TV show after... A couple of months off. Tamron Hall is expecting a new baby with her husband. Yeah. And uh, later we're going to discuss the Leaving Neverland documentary. But right now, the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us? My auntie's bite. Oh, man. (laughs) My auntie's bite. 
Awkward. That ain't awkward. <laughs> Run it. Who aunt got a bike? I know. <laughs> Old as weed. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vaughn. Yes, Vaughn. Hey, man, this, this, this K-Dub, man. Listen, do, 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 do you know somebody that live on Yeah, my mama, my mama stay on Hey, who is this? Hey, this this K Dub man, my auntie Miss Tinsley, she live on. Now my auntie say you uh came over here and stole a bicycle and some other stuff out of her garage. Okay, hold up. Well, first of all, who is you, man? I, I stole a bike out somebody garage. Who is this? Who is K? I don't know no K Dub. This is this is K Dub man. My, my auntie uh Miss Tinsley live down the street from your mama. And my auntie just got you telling me you the one came over here and took a bike and, and a toolbox or something out of that garage. Man, first of all, I don't even know no damn Miss Tinsley. And second of all, I don't steal. Your, your auntie Miss Tinsley say I stole something out of her garage. Oh, hey, put, put her on the phone, man. Put your auntie on the phone. I ain't stole nothing from nowhere. I ain't got to she steal. Can't, she can't talk. My auntie can't talk to you. Why she can't talk? She say I stole something. No, my, my auntie Delph, she sign language me and told me that you the one stole, stole the bike. Your auntie deaf, and she told you, she sign language you and said, I stole the bike. Hold on, wait just a minute. Well, how do you get my number? Hold on, wait, wait a minute, man. She number, sign right? language you me not. Hold on. Okay, she say, quit all that damn lying. You know damn well you the one that stole the bike. Hey, hey man, hold up. So your auntie is cussing me out through you in sign language. That's you telling me that I done stole the damn bike. Say, man, for, for, hey, first of all, how the hell you even get my number, man? I got your, I got I your number from some people that live down the street that say that I asked them for Miss, uh, ain't your mama Miss? Yeah, Miss, my mama. Okay, okay, well, look, man, the people down the street evidently knew your number. I told them I needed to talk to you soon as my auntie told me that, that you was the one that stole the bike out the garage. Now, look, I ain't trying hey, to have hey, no hey, problem. Hey, I just hey, need hey, you to bring the bike Can you, can, 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 hey, man, all that. Can you sign language back to your auntie? Yeah, I can sign her language back to her. Tell her that I said I ain't stole no bike. How about that? Tell your auntie I ain't stole no I'm damn bike. Right what now, man, hold on. Grown man. I'm trying to tell her right now. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. She's saying something. She said your black is lying. And you know damn well you got that bike. Man, look here, man. You, your damn ain't that street don't with nobody on this street except for my mama. I'm a grown man. What the I gotta steal a bike for no deaf. See, she must be dumb too. She deaf and dumb. She think I stole something. Y'all, I, mean, I don't even know y'all. Who the are you? My auntie ain't deaf and dumb, dude. Okay, my, my auntie don't never lie. And if Miss Tinsley say that 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 somebody took something, that dog, she telling the truth. My auntie don't be lying, and just to be lying, why she just gonna lie on you? Why she gonna pick you out? Man, you know what? I, I don't know what the going on, but I ain't got no reason to steal no bike. Now I'm a I got a car that ain't paid for. I got. I'm a grown man. I'm trying to get custody of my son. So I'm gonna come in somebody's garage and steal a bike. Is you crazy? You crazy? She is, man. Get out my line with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My ain't talk. I don't know what she's saying. Wait a minute, man. I'm trying to see what she's saying. She say that black know damn well he took that bike and he better bring that damn bike oh, okay. back. That's that. Look at man. I don't know what you still on my line, man. I ain't took no bike. You dumb. Ain't is lying. Do you do you see even sign hey, man, with hey, right? hey dog, let me tell you something. You gonna respect my ain't You hear me? Hey man, you gonna respect me. You call my phone with that I mean you're trying to get my together, you call me some Hey who are you?
Who the f are you? I don't know who this is. I don't know who I'm no K Dub, man. I'm K Dub. Everybody know K Dub. I ain't never heard of no K Dub on in my life. My mama been staying on for 15 years. I ain't never heard no K Dub. I ain't heard no Miss Tinsley. I ain't heard about no deaf lady. I ain't seen no bike. Get the off my line, man. Hey, man, CC, you gonna make me go down and steal something out of Miss house if you don't bring that damn bike back. Oh, you got me f***ed up. Bring somebody to my mama's house if you want to. I'm on my way over there. Bring somebody to my mama's house. My family is going to be over for you. The deaf dumb ain't you got. Whoever the f*** down there gave you my number. Everybody, you got me f***ed up. We'll blow this up. I'll that street up. You go by my mama's house. You better not step in my mama's grass. You come by my mama's plant. I'm going to you up. You got me up. You gonna turn me to the dark side? I'm on my way right now. I don't know. We still on the phone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you say? I ain't. My ain't say ain't nobody scared of your. Ow! Crazy. Say tell your deaf ain't to bring her outside, and I'll bet you she hear them licks I'ma be putting on your. Yo, I'll beat your. She gonna be undeaf today. I bet she get cured when she see me whooping your. Hey man, hey, hey look, I ain't coming by myself, homie. Tommy gonna be there with me. Tommy gonna help me whoop your. Who the f is Tommy? Tommy who? Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked by your mama, Miss Vera. Ah, that's that <laughs> right there, man. Ah, <laughs> my, uh, my mama know I don't like nobody <laughs> with him, man. God. Your mama say, my son love me to death. He don't let nothing. He take care of me. He don't let nothing go wrong with me. Already. He don't let nobody mess with me. He said, all you got to do is act like you're going to do something to his mom. Oh, man. Well, I hope she heard that. I hope she hit me cousin like I did, man. God, dog. I'm in the mirror sweating. I'm mad for real. Y'all did this one, man. I swear to God, I wasn't myself. Don't judge me, man. Tell my mama she wrong for that, too, dude. <laughs> what up, nephew? What up, baby? You do you, you off the chain, boy. You off the chain. You no, just like me, man, boy. You no. love your mama. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, without a doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show, man. We'll be a few times, man. Without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, tell Miss Bureau I said, hey, all right. I, I go, I was gonna, we we're gonna go drop off that little two hundred dollars. She wanna, she wanna play games though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't might be on her now. <laughs> hey, Friday, uh, March fifteenth, the nephew will be uh, in Washington D.C. Shirley at Bethesda. Blues and jazz club. Okay? All right. Say All right. Shirley. I don't say nothing now. Say yeah. No, Shirley said. I'm Team say, Tommy, but I want to hear it. Say it. Oh, only say oh, it if You Steve, Team Tommy, but what? If Steve oh, wants me if, if Steve yeah. wants me to say. Please do. <laughs> okay. So, where are you going to be? I'm at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club in Washington, D.C. <laughs> what you going to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> the blues. I'm still team time. I can laugh. I can laugh. Hell a joke. All right, listen. You doing blues or jazz? <laughs> we need to know. Oh. All right, uh, listen. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've 
all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody, whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout i'm talking all of your favorites like nike under armor adidas champion and more designed for the look you want and the life you lead all at the value you'll love and now kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called flex flx flex balances smart relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Coming up in 20 minutes, guys, we're going to talk about uh, Leaving Never- Neverland, the two-part docu-series about Michael Jackson. But uh, first, the sad news. Um, actor Luke Perry, uh, one of the Man. most beloved Hollywood wow. actors. Hey. Um, yeah. He was the star of Beverly Hills, 90210, and uh, Riverdale, the, the most recent series he was on. He passed away at the age Wait. of 52. Yes, yeah. Riverdale. Wait, the, yes. the father on that? Archie's father. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you kidding me. He, died, he had a massive yes. stroke last Wednesday. Yes. And uh, oh, yeah, he never recovered from the stroke. And... Um, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with his family. I mean, he played Dylan on 90210, Man, and everybody loved Dylan. Yeah. Oh, he was good. Yeah, he, he was, was really And it's good. a yeah. whole new generation that watches Riverdale. Yeah. Tasha's generation, mm-hmm. they love that oh, show. Oh, I'm a Riverdale oh, you, maniac. You, you, you turned me on to Riverdale. Yeah. Well, Robin turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Robin okay, Gibbons, let me watch. Yeah. yeah, everybody watches Riverdale. And, and, the, and the day he had the massive stroke, uh, they just announced that they were going to do a reboot of Beverly Hills 90210 and he was reluctant he hadn't signed on yet because he had the commitment to Riverdale right so he or Shannon Doherty hadn't but everyone else had signed on but just so sad I mean so very very sad yeah at 52 yes suffered a massive stroke and just never recovered yeah yeah very very sad very sad Um, in other news um, after two months of being out Wendy Williams is back Okay. Uh, on her, yeah, she's back on her daytime talk show. Uh, Wendy was emotional. 
She addressed her medical issues, and she also addressed the ongoing rumors about her husband. She said she's still wearing her ring, and her marriage is fine, and she loves her husband very much. And uh, then she went on to discuss hot topics. She talked about uh, Jussie Smollett and uh, Michael Jackson. Huh? You know everybody listening to the story twist mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she, I, I got to. Everybody on the show. And side eye, yeah. Mm. She said that she didn't believe a word of the documentary. I did hear that she said that. Oh, okay. she said she, yeah, about uh, the Michael Jackson documentary. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people believe it. A lot of people don't believe it, especially as fans. They mm-hmm. don't and because they think that those two guys are out for money. Well, the same two guys that said didn't nothing happen. Yeah, initially, yeah. 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 I'm a, I'm a friend of Mike's. Always have been. You know, I just know him a certain way. I, I don't. I don't know anything about this. So I, I'm. I, I haven't watched the documentary. You, you shouldn't. Know. No, I mean, I don't have no interest in it. I got. Like, yeah. I got enough going on as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what you say about him now in his passing. Yeah, he's gone. It has nothing to do with yeah. me. You know, what you if you were trying to bring up some charges or something, that'd be your let different him rest. story. Let it, let it, I don't. Let I don't. Rest. I don't have any interest in that. I have no comment on it because I won't watch it. Don't. Man, I'm I'm still watching. This is it. <laughs> this is it's us. on Netflix. No, this is it. He's oh, right. Is it? Uh-huh. He's oh, Michael, Michael Jackson's, Jackson's documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Say hold, hold on. But <laughs> you think this is us? No, 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 no. We ain't finna blow over there. <laughs> what What do you think I was talking about, dog? This is us. <laughs> the, the TV, TV show. show. TV show. Uh-huh. What is this is us? Oh my god. Don't, don't, it's that, only that, like that's, the that's, number one TV show. That's why. That's why. It's, it's bigger than this is it? Well, who, who in it? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> who in it? <laughs> Answer me. Oh, if we told you, you wouldn't know. Well, who in it? it ain't Michael. Mandy Moore. How about that? <gasps> See? <laughs> exactly. All right, listen. <laughs> it's time for today's headline, Steve. Let's move on, please. They've they probably Jesus. been on your show. You yeah. probably interviewed them. Yeah. Mandy Moore. Mandy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Leaving Neverland, the documentary that details the sexual abuse two men allegedly suffered at the hands of Michael Jackson. Part two aired last night. Uh, Here's what you need to know. The lure of Michael Jackson's fame was irresistible. Wade Robson and James Safechuck both had dreams of being in the entertainment industry. Wade met Jackson after winning a dance contest. His mother, Joy, moved him, his sister, and herself from their native Australia on the promise that Michael would make him a dancing star. Uh, James was in a Pepsi commercial with Michael. When he turned 10, he joined Michael on tour. His mom, Stephanie, said that uh, she met celebrities like Sean Connery, flew first class, and was chauffeured in limousines. James would sleep in the room with Jackson, but his uh, mother's room would get farther and farther away from theirs. So there's a part of what they were talking about on the Leaving Neverland documentary, Steve. Yeah, I, mean, no, I, I know you I haven't have seen comment. it. Yeah. I don't, it's not anything I'm watching. I don't, you know, he's a friend of mine. So yeah. I'm not, I have no interest in it at all. What do they gain by this? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I have absolutely no comment because, you know, I don't, I don't want people to misunderstand what is being said. If a person is a victim, I don't know that, so I'm not commenting on it. And if people is not a victim and it's fraudulent, I'm not commenting on that. I'm just, I'm just clear on this one right here because mm-hmm. he was a friend of mine. I knew him. 
And and that's why I am with it, you know. And whatever you said, the brother's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael's, yeah. Uh, the family said that Michael built trust between them and also that Neverland, the compound, included an arcade, an amusement park, an assortment of exotic animals, and a train station. It was a great playground for All kids. Oh, that's true. That's public Yeah. Knowledge. And the perfect place to keep parents away from their kids. The victims claim this was where the abuse happened. What y'all think? Well, I mean, I'm kind of like you, Steve. I mean, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. I met him one time. Um, I I just, you know, it's just hard for me to believe this. I, I'm not ready to watch this documentary yet. No, I have to say, I'm just not ready to watch it. I started watching it. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't yeah. do it. The reason why yeah, I'm in entertainment It's hard to Jack. watch, Steve. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all fans of Michael Jackson. And these guys had testified before that in he, the trial. That he did nothing and, to them. Right. And Michael Jackson was acquitted of it. So it's hard to watch this documentary. And now all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, this just comes out of nowhere. Just, just. That's what I you don't know, understand. So what is it for? We what? understand what, you know, how you feel. Yeah. I mean, you knew him personally. I didn't know Michael Jackson personally. I think people should have their opinion of it. I think people should and view it if they want you. to. I think people yeah. should come to their own conclusion if they want to. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really, man. I mean, I, th- I think that's good. People and, should, and that's what they're doing, Steve. Yeah, that is and, exactly and, yeah, what and do doing. you. Mm-hmm. There's Steve Harvey. I got, I got other things I can do with my yeah. day. All right, well, coming up at 34 after the hour, Michael Jackson fans are upset with Oprah after Oprah's interview uh, with the Michael Jackson accuser. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so last night, guys, Oprah Winfrey did a special interview with the Michael Jackson accusers. Oprah asked both Wade Robson and James Safechuck why do they keep associating with Michael if he had, in fact, abuse them. Mm. Take a listen. Can you explain to people why you want to continue the association if you have been abused? I had no understanding of it being abuse. You know, I loved Michael. And all the times that that I testified and, you know, the many, many times that I gushed over him publicly in interviews or whatever it may be, um, that was from a real place. Mm while never forgetting any of the sexual details that happened between us, but having no understanding that it was abuse, having no concept in my mind that anything about Michael could ever be bad. Anything that Michael did was right to me for so many years. Also, uh, yeah, wow. Also, Oprah went on to say that the Leaving Neverland documentary transcends Michael and speaks to a larger uh, societal issue regarding social uh, sexual abuse. Take a listen to this. Here's the reason why I'm here. In uh, 25 years of The Oprah Show, I taped 217 episodes on sexual abuse. I tried and tried and tried to get the message across to people that sexual abuse was not just abuse, it was also sexual seduction. But for me, this moment transcends Michael Jackson. It is much bigger than any one person. This is a moment in time that allows us to see this societal corruption. It's like a scourge on humanity. And it's happening right now. It's happening in families. We know it's happening in churches Mm -hmm. and in schools and sports teams everywhere. So if it gets you, you, our audience, to see how it happens, 
then some good would have come of it. Uh, that's the Oprah interview with Michael Accusers, uh, Wade Robeson and uh, James Safechuck. Uh, Michael Jackson's estate has condemned the documentary, uh, the media, and they are suing HBO for $100 million. So there you go. Yeah. Shum on. Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, heavy. it's a hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I'll, I I might watch it at some point, yeah. but right now I just I, I can't watch it. Are right you gonna now. get mad? Yeah, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I, I I'm absolutely sure I will. I'm just okay. I'm not ready right now. I mean, not, and you definitely can't defend Oprah, or you can you can make up your decision if you want to. But I kind of get what she's saying, how it brings light on the situations, uh, aside from these two guys not being believed. That's, yeah, and in that audience. Of the yeah. documentary, they yeah. were uh, the majority of the people there were sexual abuse victims, victims. Mm-hmm. that were there as well. So it was a conversation oh, okay. for them yeah. too, you know. Yeah. So. And when people do report it, they're they're like often not believed that the abuser did what you know they said they did. They're Absolutely, that's real true. And, and it's yeah. usually someone who's very familiar with you, close to, right. close to you, pr- mm. close to your family. You know, it, it's oh, man. <sighs> well, it's you know, a horrible, horrible thing. Um, look, if a person is being abused, they have to feel like or they have to be aware that there are steps or channels that they can take to get help. It has to be a horrible existence to live your life as a child abused. Oh, that absolutely. has to be a horrible existence. Because as a child, how do you process it? Yeah, horrific. You know, yeah. I mean, it's got to be a horrible existence. So, in in that regard, I speak up for victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and they this, truly believe they love these people. Right. I'm saying for victims, they have rights, mm-hmm. and they need to know that Absolutely. there's avenues that they can take. Mm-hmm. And I'll stand up for victims. That's it. This documentary is a long time coming for this one. And so, you know, if he was here to defend himself. Make more sense. Yeah, yeah I'd be all for and this because he because he, he was alive before. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. yeah, you know. All right, yeah. uh, we're gonna switch gears here. Coming up next, it is a nephew in the building with the prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, to be exact, it's today's strawberry letter I got for you. Oh, this one's hmm, interesting. Subject: He's scared to sleep with me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. You don't know him. I'm sorry. I don't know how that. Just Why do you have popped. to make everything about you, sir? Who? Everything. Who? Who's scared? That is the subject. He's scared to sleep with me. Okay, but right now it is a nephew. He's here Surely with today. Ain't nobody scared. Ain't nobody scared. What's your prank for today, Neff? I'm your wife's gynecologist. Oh. What? Now say who? He's so I'm your wife's gynecologist. Wow. This going to be good. Now run that. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to get uh, Andrea, please. Uh, who's calling? This is Dr. Hendricks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, how you doing, Doc? How you doing? I'm all right. She's not, Andrea, she's not in right now. It's, uh, you want to leave a message or something? Uh, yeah. I'm, leave her a message that, I, you know, she came in, she had an appointment this morning. Right, right, and, right, right, right. Anything okay? Right. 
Oh, everything's good. Everything's good. You know, I've been Andrew's uh, gynecologist for quite some time now, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right, right, right. Okay, well, listen, can, can see if she's able to get back in tomorrow. I need to get one more good look at her. One more good look? Is everything okay? Uh, I just want to check a few things. You know, if I get one more good look good look at her, I think I'll be fine. One? Hmm. Don't y'all do this like once, uh, once or twice a year? And you wanted to come right back to is, is everything okay, Doc? You can tell me now. Is everything all right with my wife? Uh, yeah, well, Greg, right? Yeah. What's up? Talk to me. You know, I'm not I'm not privy to tell tell anyone what's going on with her, and there's nothing really serious going on. Okay, so you can relax on that part. But I just want to get one more good look at her, just to be sure. One more good look for what, Doc? If nothing serious going on. Well, I I I I think uh, um, think what. Well, she, she, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine, Greg. Uh, I, hey, man, off, off the record, I'll I, I tell you something, man, and, uh, and I don't really, you know, talk like this, but off the record, man, you you and I, man, we'd be, uh, <laughs> we're the only ones, aren't we? What? What do you mean? You and I, we're the only ones, aren't we? The only ones what? What are you talking about? What, what, what are you saying? Well, you know, we, we're the only ones that's seen it, you know? Oh, 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 oh! What, what, what are you saying, Doc? Uh, just, just stating that you know, off the record, you, you and I, that we're the, we're the, we're the only ones. We're you the, know, we're the only ones. What? What are, what are, what are you saying, Doc? I'm not understanding you. What are you saying? We are the only ones. What? Well, well, we, we have you and I have something in common. I mean, you and I are the only one that, that's, that's, uh, you know, basically seen Andrea. What are you? you know? Wait a minute. That's not a topic of discussion, Doc. What? What are you trying to say? What are you saying about my wife? I mean, I, she's amazing, man. I mean, uh... Whoa! 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 I don't need you to tell me about my wife being amazing, Doc. You lost your damn mind? Well, I'm just saying she looks She looks amazing. She looks amazing? I, I, I don't mean any harm you, by what you I'm ain't saying. Po- wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't supposed to be looking at her in that type of fashion, Doc. What the hell is wrong with you? What type of unprofessional is this here? You tell me my wife is amazing. You lost your damn mind? I can't believe I'm getting a phone call like this. This is the most unprofessionalist I've ever heard. But I, let's keep in mind, Greg, I, I, I wasn't really calling you. I was calling her. You know? Well, you ain't talking to her. You're talking to me. And you're going to bring that type of on the phone to me? Have you lost your mind? You're okay, going to well, be a professional, well, listen, is, is there a way you can pass the message that I'd like I to come in tomorrow? On to her. I ain't passing nothing to her. You hear me? You're going to make me do something crazy to you. I don't believe you called me with that type talking about my wife. Me and you and I got something in common. She's amazing. Have you lost your damn mind? Sir, I didn't mean to. I didn't think. I just yeah, well, you being, did. You did. I, don't. Well, I, I was just being a little, I, no, no, no. I was being a little playful with you. I didn't think that was going to. No, this ain't no, this ain't no play. What's wrong with you? Hey, who's playing? I'm not playing. Don't you ever. Matter of fact, Doc, I'm, I need to see you. I need to, I need to see, have a session with you. We can talk about this here. You lost your dog on mind talking about my wife? Amazing to you? You're the most unprofessional. How she even go to you all these years? Uh, huh? All right, was there any way you can get her to come in so I can get one good look at her tomorrow? No, hell no. She ain't coming down to that little ragged. I'm coming down there. When I come down there, we. Oh no. Matter of fact, I'm on my way down there. You, how long are you gonna be there? We can fit. We can. We can straighten I, this I, out. I've, I've left the office for today. I just wanted to call and see if I could get one good look at her for tomorrow. No, no. There you go again with that one more good. Gonna look. No, no. 
Let me tell you one thing, Doc. She ain't coming there to you no more. No more. No more. Is she coming back to see you? Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to lose a customer. Not, not like I definitely. No, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna lose a customer. I'm coming there tomorrow. Make me an appointment. You can check my out tomorrow and see how you like that. Uh, sir, that, that's what. That's not possible. Okay, okay I, possible. I definitely don't. We don't, oh, we I don't want to lose her. Whether you like it I, or not. It's going to hurt me if I lose her as a client. Oh, I don't want to miss seeing her. It's going to hurt you. It ain't going to hurt you that you're losing her. It's going to hurt you when I get there. Don't you worry about her. Okay, don't you Greg, worry about you got, her. Greg, you got to calm down. Okay? I'm calm. I'm calm. I was being, I was being playful, and I, no, I should not no have done play that. Play. You're too old to be playful. Play. I'm seeing you in the morning. First thing in the morning. Okay. What time, uh, what time you can get at 10 o'clock? Can I ask you something, Greg? Do you have a brother named Tyron? What they got to do with anything? What they got to do with my brother? What they got to do with you? Okay, what I wanted to tell you is this is not Dr. Hendricks. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you. I'm coming to see you. What? What you say? Tyron did what? <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Greg, 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 pull up, take this out. Your brother Tyron. What? Yeah, this is this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. That's what I thought you said, man. Hold on, man. Oh, oh, man, let me sit down for a minute, man. Damn. Oh my goodness, boy, you lost your damn. Hold on, man. You don't, don't, you don't do you don't do no like that, man. I'm my wife, y'all. What's my brother? I, I will be talking to him personally. You going to see Tyron tomorrow? I'm going to see him first thing in the morning, man. First thing in the morning. I'm ready to kill everybody. Hell no. Hey, I got to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> Go, man. You crazy, man. Quit playing. There it is. I know it's a little bit, you know. I yes, hello. You know, every now and then I go a little too far, you know. Every now and then. Every now and then, every day. <laughs> every now and then I'm, I'm a bit much, you know. <laughs> you know, every now and then I might be a bit much. Get your nephew, Steve. Get your nephew. I done told y'all, stop saying that. <laughs> Why he don't claim me no more? What is that about? I uh, never claimed you. What? <laughs> yes, Ever. You did. Well, what are you talking about? Only time I claim you if you get in trouble that I can help. If I can't help you on your own, what happened? There? Yeah, what, what? That makes no sense. Is that a public disowning? Yeah, very, very much so. Yes. Did, you, didn't it, did you feel it? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> Come on, Team Tommy, stick Perfectly up for your boy. With everything <laughs> that was kind of weird. Man. Yeah, well, yeah, Jay, well, Jay, you weird. Yeah, well, you disown me already. I know. I know. Team Tommy, Team Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, you Team Tommy until he ain't here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh-oh. He ain't tell him that. Oh, you feel so, oh, ting. Don't believe nothing they say, Tommy. They're trying to break us up. <laughs> break up the band. <laughs> break up the band. Oh, oh God. Uh, where are you going to be? Well, no, why don't you tell me, sir? It's someplace where they play jazz and... But there's the blues and jazz. And it has, yeah, they play blues. <laughs> Where's the... Com- I, I don't it's get it. It's Friday, March 15th, Washington, okay. D.C. <laughs> Shirley, what is it you don't get? Okay, <laughs> what are you going to be doing there? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm not laughing this time. That's right. <laughs> not funny.
<laughs> you gonna do the jazz or the Why blues? Why you asking that though, Shirley? Because okay, am I the only one that heard blues mm-hmm. and jazz? Hell no, I heard <laughs> we out What heard. you need in there? Blues, jazz, jokes, and all, and all the free yeah. to finish. You need something. Yeah. yeah, you don't do blues or jazz. <laughs> I'm not gonna you don't do play no instruments and you don't shouldn't nobody be crying when you perform. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, nephew. Up I don't next. care about y'all. When did they start comedy? He's scared to sleep with me. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening, and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard. And when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados. Then you get the sandwich. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Yeah, especially to you, Carla. (laughs) This Fat Tuesday, uh-huh. baby. Mm-hmm. Get, Get all your daiquiris in today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. King cake, all that. Mm-hmm. All that. Get all in. that. Monkey bread. Man. <laughs> all of that gumbo. <laughs> Let's go. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, 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 baby, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. Can I tell you a quick story? Mm, sure. About sure. Mardi Gras. Uh-huh. Oh, I was dating this chick in Louisiana one time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I never really understood the 
behind the business of Mardi Gras. I just knew it was a cool event, right? She had king cake, and king cake got a, a baby in it or something. Yes. And uh, we just had the king cake at the house, and I cut into it. I cut the little man, I threw the man away. <laughs> she had a, a heart attack. <laughs> she had a heart attack. What are you supposed to do with it? I don't know. You ain't supposed He's to throw it away. For one. No, you know. That would be good oh. luck, isn't it? Hey, let me oh. tell you something. Because she and cut then, through that whole thing. She said, I don't know what to I didn't get to, I didn't get to <laughs> what the baby. She threw it away. I threw that away two days. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you did what? I threw the man out. <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> we broke up right after that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, if you're not from New Orleans, oh, you don't, don't know. No, uh-uh. she had a heart attack. <laughs> wow. All right, let's go. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on you tight. Might, we got it you, for you. Tell you tripping for this little man for. We're doing a king steak, king cake style right here. Strawberry lettuce. King yeah, bread. baby. King bread. Right. Yeah, it's king cake. It's king. You buying a king cake too it. today, Steve. <laughs> a king cake. I threw the little damn man away. That's Carla, helpful. you need to get him one today, Carla. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get him one. She lost her money. Is it? All right, subject, he's scared to sleep with me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a married woman in my mid-30s, and I want to have children, but my husband does not. From the time we got married till now, he says he does not want kids because he just wants it to be just the two of us, no one else. He said that it's a financial responsibility we don't need, but I think there's more to it than that. I think he's just not fond of children at all. We've been married for 15 years, and when we were younger, we enjoyed our carefree years of being childless, but we're getting older, and it is time to move to the next phase of our lives by starting a family. I will admit that our marriage has been rocky the past five years, mainly because of this topic and him withholding sex from me. I took him to my last checkup with my gynecologist so he could be part of the conversation of me getting pregnant at my age. We've also been to a marriage and family therapist, but he still does not want me to get pregnant. Now the fact that he is withholding sex from me is a whole other issue. He told me that uh, I might try to trap him into having a baby, and most nights he will not come to bed until I'm already asleep. This is a major problem for me because I am in my sexual prime and I'm used to having sex often, at least a few times a week. Yes. I don't want to divorce him because we have acquired a lot together and I would like to think we could work through this. I do want a child of my own and I need my husband to have sex with me regularly. Am I asking for too much? Please help. Yes. Yes, you are asking for too much. Because guess what? Your husband's not interested. You have known this from the time you got married. And you married him anyway. You knew this 15 years ago. Okay? I'm sure you, like so many other women, uh, thought, you know, he would change his mind eventually or that you could change it for him. But this is really a mess. And you guys have gone to, to family therapy about this, and that hasn't helped. So... I need you to understand that your husband does not want to have children. I need you to understand that your husband's not fond of children. You you don't think he's fond of children. You said it in your letter. 
okay? So you need to open your eyes. Get woke about this situation because it's he's not changing. You're the only one that has changed in this situation, not your husband. And you said it since the beginning, okay? Since the time you guys first got married. Yes, this is a major problem for you because you guys do not want the same things. You want children and you want sex. Your husband does not want children with you and he doesn't want to have sex with you right now because if he has sex then you'll have children okay so you got to put that stuff together and get out of this fantasy land that you're in he doesn't want to have kids and you do this is a major problem this is i i dare to say a deal breaker for this marriage right here steve wow wow this is crazy yeah this really is crazy he's scared to sleep with me Okay, the title of this letter says it, what you need to know. But you, like Shirley said, you ain't listening. You need to wake up. Y'all married, you want to have children, your husband don't. From the time we got married to now, to from the time you got married, that means even before you got married till now, he said he don't want kids because he just wants it to be the two of us, no one else. He said, it's a financial responsibility we don't need. And then you said, but I think, I think there's more to it than that. Okay? So guess what she says it is? I think he's just not fond of children at all. Mm. That's what you think. (laughs) He said he don't want none. Now, guess what? The conclusion you came to is more than that, financial. I don't think he's fond of children at all. You think he ought to have some then? Mm. Right. Are you crazy? <laughs> We've been married 15 years. When we was younger, we enjoyed our carefree years of being childless. But we're getting older, and it's time to move to the next phase of our lives by starting a family. That You came to this conclusion. Hmm. It's you. You. This is your, your, you think it's time to move to the next level. He did, he don't. You said from the time you got married to now, he don't want kids. He don't see the reason moving to a new life. I will admit our marriage has been rocky for the past five years, mainly because of this topic and him withholding sex from me. He don't want kids so bad, he gonna make sure he don't have no kids. We ain't having sex. Right. <laughs> I tell you what, we ain't having no kids. We ain't having sex. I took him to my last checkup with my gynecologist so he could be part of the conversation of me getting pregnant at my age. Me. My age. My gynecologist. He ain't asked to go down there. Hang on, Steve. Hang on, Steve. Hang on, hang on. We'll be back with part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, he's scared to sleep with me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. Hello? I was reading some more of this letter trying to find another angle. Mm -hmm. This ignorant mess, he's scared to sleep with me. The man told you from the time you met until now, according to your letter, that you that he don't want a baby. He done said it at all. He said that they don't think y'all ought to have a baby because of the financial responsibility. The lady said, I think it's more than that. I think he's just not fond of children at all. Ta-da! <laughs> what, 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 that ain't a magic trick. 
He didn't pull off the curtain and here come a dove flying out of a, a thimble. He told you he didn't want kids then nor now. You've been together 50 married, and y'all used to enjoy your carefree lives of being childish. But you're getting older, and it's time to move to the next phase of our lives by starting a family. So you say. He said in the beginning he didn't want kids. He still don't want kids. Now you ready to go to the next phase, but you can do this by yourself. I will admit that our marriage has been rocky for the past five years, mainly because of this topic and him withholding sex. He don't want a kid so bad, he don't even want to do nothing to make no kid. I took him to my last checkup with my gynecologist so he could be part of the conversation of me getting pregnant at my age. You pushing, you pushing, you pushing. It ain't changed nothing, I bet. When you got through talking to the gynecologist, he just sitting there. He went just to keep you happy. We've also been to marriage and family therapists, but he still don't want me to get pregnant. You done been to the gynecologist. Yeah, <laughs> you done been to the therapist and the marriage and family therapist. Mm-hmm. And he withholding sex. And he been telling you that for over 15 years. Now, the fact that he's withholding sex from me is a whole nother issue. He told me I might try to trap him into having a baby. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So most nights, he waits and will not come to bed until I'm asleep. This is a major problem for me because I am in my sexual prime, and I'm used to having sex often. If he been not going to bed, well, when is you often having it? He really doesn't want children. No. And you're going to mess around and make him not want you, but I think he's already started. When a man don't want to come to bed to spend time with you, it's because he don't want you no more. If a woman stop coming to bed with you, it's because she don't want you no more. He, you push this man to the point so far with this child, he don't want you no more. Now, you in your sexual prime. Well, he probably is, too. So let me just say that he might, you might try to trap him into having a baby, and he won't come to bed until I'm already asleep. And then I'm used to having sex often, at least a few times a week. I don't want to divorce him because we have acquired a lot together. Everything but a baby. <laughs> Everything but a baby. House, land, car. Property, credit. I don't want to divorce him. And I would like to think we can work through this. He not working through this. He don't want a baby. He has always said this. I do want a child on my own. I do want a child of my own. And I need my husband to have sex with me regularly. Am I asking too much? Way too much. You're asking the man to make a baby that he said he never wanted. And now you're asking the man to have sex with you and he already know you ain't taking nothing. So now he think you're going to trap him into having a baby. So he didn't stop having sex with you. <laughs> you, 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 don't, you don't see this. Shirley was so spot on with her answer. Listen, you don't see what's happening here. What time no. do we come to the bedroom? Oh, about 3 o'clock. A.M. <laughs> yeah. So deep in her He don't sleep. take no chance. <laughs> no. She know he in there late. Mm, mm, mm. Woo. He up early, too. 
Yeah. Yep, gotta get up. <laughs> like the military. Shower time. <laughs> yep, did hurt. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> gotta go. Baby, I'm heading out the door. Talk to you. <laughs> but honey. No, no, honey, hell. <laughs> wait. But wait, no, I got, I gotta go. Wow. Now he getting up so early, he's stopping somewhere. He getting off work, he's stopping somewhere. He's stopping somewhere on the way from work. He, his, his lunch break's different from yours. You got to stop. I mean, normally though, in a marriage, Steve. People start families. I mean, it's not—it's nothing wrong with what she wants. It's just the fact that he doesn't want it. They don't want the same things. That's the problem. It's perfectly fine yeah, for her to want a child. Want that? And yeah. I can understand a woman wanting a child. Absolutely. Right. You ain't got no problem with what you want. Mm-hmm. You just—it just ain't gonna happen with him. Nope. Not at it's all. It's just not gonna happen with him. Mm-mm. And if it does, you—you—it you, could be ugly. Yeah. Wow. It could be ugly. He could turn out to be one of the worst fathers ever. Because like like it's like you said, not only does he not want children, he doesn't like children. He don't even like kids. So why would you want to have Shut kids? up all that damn crying. <laughs> Hell you crying for now. Why would you want to have children with someone who doesn't want kids? Does and doesn't want How many them? times we gonna have to change this damn diet? <laughs> exactly. Whoa. Yeah. You crying? You hungry again? <laughs> we in here talking? Mm-hmm. No. He he may not need to be a father. No. Everybody can't be. Parents. No. no. Right. That's, that's exactly Everybody. right. There, I've met women that don't want kids. You yeah. gotta respect that. Yeah. And she's It's young. men that don't want kids. Can I tell you something? I ain't playing on none of my kids. <laughs> Not now one? Every last one of them was a surprise. <laughs> surprise. We're going to have a but I, But I always wanted. I wanted kids, man. I just thought that would be the coolest thing. Yeah, it's a natural progression when you. It when is you at times. Grow up and, yeah, but not for everyone, though. Right. Yeah. And certainly not for him because he's told her. All right. All right, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, we're going to tell you about Tyrese starring as Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy okay? P? Yeah, and we're going to play some comedy roulette, too, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tyrese is going to star as the late icon Teddy Pendergrass. This is going to be in a new biopic. Uh, Warner Brothers has acquired the life rights to the late singer. And Tyrese Gibson, along with Empire co-creator and co-executive producer Lee Daniels and Donald DeLine, um, will produce the movie. This is going to be through DeLine. DeLine Pictures. As we know, Teddy Pendergrass hit the scene back in the 70s as the lead singer of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, brought us numerous hits like Close the Door. Ah. Yes. Turn off the lights. Yes. Oh, turn off the lights. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Love TKO. Anyway, yes. Wake up, everybody. Yes. In the early 80s, uh, Teddy suffered a spinal cord injury in a traffic accident that left him a quadriplegic. He later returned to perform again in 1985 and continued his solo career until he passed away of cancer back in 2010. Teddy Pendergrass embraced me, and before he passed, uh, uh, put the responsibility on my shoulders to tell his story. This is what Tyrese uh, shared in a statement. This is a role that I feel I was born to play. Just hope we make you, your wife, and family proud. 
Wow. Wow. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, and Tyrese can really sing, too, and act. And he can act. Yeah, he can. He can. And and if you get a chance, go check out, I think it's on On Demand, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, if you don't know me by now. Yeah, the documentary about Teddy Pendergrass's real life. It's really good. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, guys, uh, time to switch gears. Time to play comedy roulette. Comedy roulette. Comedy yes. roulette. Let's go, baby. Yeah. You want to explain it quickly, Jay? Uh, you need me to explain it? You need me to explain it right here? Go ahead. Because we have new listeners. <laughs> People don't know what we're doing. Go ahead. So I can explain it right here. Jay. You're going to run out of time. Uh, we take four subjects, put them on the wheel, <laughs> spun the wheel, where it stopped, we'll do the damn thing. All right, here we go. Things people say who don't watch television. Mm-hmm. Things a know-it-all will say. Okay. Stuff you say when you break something that doesn't belong to you. Hmm. And <laughs> movie roles. Tommy could definitely play Spin the what? Wheel. <laughs> what? We know where the hell it's going to stop. So we know where it's going to stop. <laughs> oh, Come on. You ain't even to spin Come it. On, this man. happened by mistake. Man, I promise you. Movie rolls. Tommy definitely could play. God. Wrong, let's go. Oh, my God. Here we God. go, Jay. Right. Oh, man. Team Tommy, come on. He could play the Hulk. <laughs> when he was a boy. No, the Hulk all grown up. I'm Team Tommy yeah. all the way. The Hulk. Okay, go okay. ahead. All right. Jesus, movie Rose nephew Tommy could play yeah. Thing One or Thing Two in a Dr. Seuss movie. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could play Steve Harvey. That's what the hell I could play. I'll nah. tell you what you could play better, though. What? The Gary Coleman story. <laughs> what you talking about, man? Ah. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay. okay. The story of the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> Keep me tall, Jay. Come on, team Keep Tommy. me tall, Jay. Tommy, baby. Who he gonna be? One of the shoes. <laughs> Come on, keep he him could, moving. He could play Tyrion's half brother on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Tommyon. <laughs> Tommyon. I like Tommyon. I'm not laughing though, Tommy. But I. I yeah, you laugh. You laugh. <laughs> uh, let me see who I could play. I could play uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Ooh. Mm. In the cream of dudes mm. about movie. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to be his socks. <laughs> you getting up there. Go ahead. Whose turn is it? Yours. Yours. Oh, uh, Emmanuel Lewis, The Beginning. Mm. <laughs> Not Webster. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, come on. What's the, the story title? of the 50-foot man? Come on, Jay. Yeah, movie yeah, Rose, Tommy. That's, that's all right. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you remember Chucky? Remember Chucky, the movie mm-hmm. Chucky? Yeah, yeah. The doll. Tommy gonna play the biopic documentary of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna bust out of a box and everything. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you, you killing Junior? It's time your turn. I could play, cause you know I know him. Mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal life story. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. You ready for what you really gonna play though? Mm-hmm. Bubbles, my years with Michael. <laughs> These are movie roles that Tommy definitely could play. 
Come on, Bubbles, Jesus. my years with Michael. <laughs> I can't breathe. He done tickled himself. I know. Hey, guys, go ahead. <laughs> Beat me up. Let's go. How many more are we going to do? Tommy on was the best one. Tommy on was good. Uh-huh. All right, I would like up. to say that the most accomplished actor on this Radio show. Oh, is he coming with a compliment now? Uh, I don't Hell know. Yeah. Is that what he doing? It sounds like he's getting ready Hell to turn yeah. the tide. It's Thomas Miles. Mm. Without right. a doubt. And we was just trying to come up with roles that we know he could get in and kill. You know, cause t- t- look, Tyrese got the Teddy Pendergrass. Right. That was just neat stuff that he could do, man. Just get right on in, you know. Thank you, but sir. But if it don't work, Tommy could do Teddy Pendergrass. He really could. Turn off the light. All right. Yeah, he'll be he be a little hand to reach up and hit the switch. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's forward a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards healthcare and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. All right, we're going to get a little serious here, guys. You guys remember uh, about a year ago, or nearly a year after Sacramento police fatally shot Stefan Clark. Remember, Stefan Clark was a 22-year-old unarmed black man who died in his grandmother's backyard. Yes. Uh, District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert announced that the two officers who killed Stefan Clark will not face criminal charges. Mm. In a news conference that lasted more than an hour, the DA walked the public through evidence gathered by investigators and discussed the law that governs when police officers are justified in using deadly force. The law requires that we judge the reasonableness of an officer's actions based upon the circumstances confronting them at that moment of time, said Schubert. Uh, DA said the uh, two officers honestly, without hesitation, believed he had a gun before they fired, get this, 20 shots at Clark, hitting him at least seven times. Okay, but can I ask you a question? Yeah. In the firing of the shots, 
and there was no return fire. At what point does in your training does it say, wow, there may not be a gun here? Well, it seems like they say that all the time anyway. We thought but that, see, that this is But see, this is what's... And it, that it's, was, he had a phone. Though. He had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. They what shoot they to kill. That's yeah. all it is to it. That's all it is mm-hmm. to it. Especially a black man. They don't shoot to disarm, no. disable. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They shoot to kill. Black men are the same as the black targets at the target range of all gun ranges. That the, the, the targets are black for a reason. Mm-hmm. So when they get out there and they see that black man, we just another target. And we keep getting killed over and over and over. And they keep getting away with it. And they justify it. They just keep justifying it, man. Yeah. A dude is in his grandmother's backyard. How much more innocent can you be in the backyard? With a phone, yeah. Uh, Stefan Clark's mother, Miss Selena Manny, said uh, a shameful legacy of officers killing black men without consequences and her family's heart is broken again. In response to no charges brought against the officers in the shooting death of Stefan, uh, his family has called for legislative reform in an effort to help the community heal. You know, look, at minimum, manslaughter. Right. At minimum, manslaughter. You got to do some kind of time for taking the life of an innocent person. So what happens when you find out, as they did, that he was in his grandmother's backyard and he didn't have a gun? Damn what you thought. See, the hell with what you thought. I thought he Why they always think black dudes got guns? They don't ever think white kids got guns. They be in the backyard all the time in the dark. They go to they go they they go to 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 settings all the time for disturbing the peace, loud parties, uh, disrupting the public. Y- y'all see them on camera all the time fighting the police, jerking away from them, calling them names. Don't obey the law. Get out the car. I'm not getting out of anything. You hear it yeah, all those, the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those don't, shows. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't never get shot. Yeah. And they shouldn't get shot. Absolutely man, right. You're right. About a that. black person like that brother, I forgot his name, up in uh, Minnesota somewhere, where the lady put it on FaceTime. Oh, yeah. He told the yeah. police officer he had a gun. Right. The dude the shot him. Castile. Yeah. Castile. Castile. They said, why'd you shoot him? He said, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You, this is, With his child in the car. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? But, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the troubling part is... They never see what we see. And when he gets to the grand jury, which is some more of them, they don't see what we see. They never get there, man. Well, they saw it in the Rodney King situation many years ago, and it still didn't matter. I mean, they, we all you saw, saw the, the tape. Yeah, there was tape. There yeah. was evidence. But somehow they still got off. Those officers still got off. It don't look like that to them. It looks totally different. Yeah. And then you have it's prosecutors the on the side in these of the, cities of the that won't press charges against police officers. Right, they just won't right, do it. Right. Because the justice system is on the side of the police. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're in, this they're will in, not in happen police, right? if you shoot white kids. Yeah. Well, this won't happen. Do you know the uproar if you start doing this to white dudes? 
if you shot them at the rate that you, you that you shoot black dudes, if the same number of white guys fail, man, do you know what would happen? What was the guy, uh, Walter no Scott? Mom. Wasn't he running away? Yeah, they shot him in the back. Yeah, no. they shot him. What in about the guy the on the back? ground helping somebody? They yeah. shot him. Yeah, dog. Yeah, Trayvon Martin, another. You know, no, wait, 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 wait. Didn't I have that guy on my show? Trayvon Martin wasn't. George Zimmerman wasn't a cop. But oh, I mean, George I Zimmerman. know, but yeah. That, that, yeah, but that he was, took the law was, into his own yeah. hands. That was a blatant yeah. disregard yeah. for black life. Yeah. That was one of the sure. most blatant. Mm-hmm. This man ain't even a cop, and he got the right to shoot somebody walking from the store. Florida, Florida's law. Mm. Nah, man, this, this ain't right. No, it's, it's not. This ain't right by no stretch of the imagination. This 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 ain't right, man. And this this DA seemed to, in the Stefan Clark case, seemed to try to justify, um, you know, what these officers did. I mean, I guess all she could do was state what the law says, but, you know, I'll say it again. I'll read it again. The law requires that we judge the reasonableness of an officer's actions based upon the circumstances confronting them at that moment of time. Okay, so what was the reasonable circumstance? Well, she said that was two- a black man in in the backyard that happened to be his grandmama's house. They didn't ask him who he was. No. Oh, uh, hey man, they couldn't have said halt, get on the ground. Right, right. But she said honestly, without hesitation, they believed he had a gun before they fired wait, wait, twenty wait, shots wait, wait, at Clark. Wait a Clark. minute. Wait a minute. Without hesitation, believed they believed he had, he had a gun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The cell phone but, they but, fired 20 shots yeah, at but him. See, but hold on, hold on. See, listen to these words. Mm-hmm. Without hesitation, they believed he had a gun. So that justifies it. So now we can kill him. Mm-hmm. Without mm-hmm. hesitation, yeah. we believed he had a gun. But guess what? He didn't have a gun. And I understand they have split, they have to think things and split seconds. I got all that. Where your lights at? Right. Split up. One of y'all go over there. We got you front and back. Get down on your knees. Don't move. Get down on your knees. Hands over your head. Where was that? All right, Steve. Yeah, we got to go. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kylie's best friend, Jordan Woods, denied making out with Tristan Thompson in her first interview since her cheating scandal broke. Jordan sat down with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith on Red Table Talk on Friday to tell her side of the story. People are still talking about this. Jordan said the alleged kiss came as she was leaving Tristan's house party. She admits that uh, Tristan planted his lips on hers, meaning Tristan kissed her, but insisted there was no passion involved. Jordan has been accused of making out with um, Chloe's boyfriend over Valentine's Day weekend, which created a huge rift between uh, Jordan, who is just 21 years old, and uh, Kardashian and the Kardashians. Shortly after the interview hit Facebook, Chloe blamed Jordan for uh, splitting up her family, and Chloe blamed her for her for uh, her split with Tristan. Chloe treated, by the way, you are the reason my family broke up. This is what Chloe okay, tweeted. Hey, how how old was this girl? Who Jordan, Jordan. is twenty one. How old is Tristan? He is twenty seven. Okay, since he's in the league. 
Mm-hmm. He's probably had a lot more experience at life because they travel, they get around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think we all know that. Right. He's 27. He has a family, mm-hmm. a child, got two, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He got two children. He's in a relationship with a loving woman, Chloe, right? Mm-hmm. And she's 34. Okay, cool. The 21-year-old girl, why is everybody beating her up? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, if you're a man and you know you have a family and you know you have responsibility, you you got to own up, partner. Yeah. I mean, look, man, you could, this right. is your deal. You got to take care of your girl and your kids. That's your job as a man. Right, and she's legally grown at 21, but we all know how That's young. That's still not grown. We all make mistakes. Yes. L- look, man, I'm 62, still making them. Now, I don't make them as dumb and as frequent as I used to. Mm-hmm. But The think- ones I make now, they, they get blown up pretty big, though. But think back when you were 21, though. Come on. Uh, I can't shoot. Come on. Man. Sure. Yeah. I can't. You I can't, can't do, see. I, can, I uh. can't do nothing I did when I was 21. I mean, really. I was kissing whoever was next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even lying to you. Yeah. Whoever was Your next turn, to huh, me. Your turn, huh, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> You've been standing here too long. Come here. Hell <laughs> yeah. You must want me because I, I damn sure in your mama's living room, girl. I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, so she's 21. Mm-hmm. We, You know, and they came down so hard on her. A 21-year-old girl is breaking up your family? Really? Hey, man, listen to me. But Chloe had a change of heart, right, Shirley? She did. She did. Because, you know, a lot of people dragged her for saying that, especially on black Twitter. She got dragged for for coming, you know, up against Jordan so hard like that. Yeah. But you know what, though? We we so quick to destroy a person. Yeah. We so quick, man. It's, It's... this an ugly world we Yeah, but I'm not with it doing it to someone as not young 21, as 21. Yo. Come on. No. Uh-uh. All right. So shortly after the interview hit Facebook, Chloe blamed Jordan for her split with Tristan. She tweeted, by the way, you are the reason my family broke up. But then later on Saturday, Chloe did have a change of heart, and she wrote, Jordan is not to be blamed for the breakup of my family. This was Tristan's fault. So she good. had a change of heart and good. didn't blame Jordan after that. So, yeah, that is really I good. I hope they get their friendship back. Yeah, the I girls, do, too. You know? I, I do, too. And I, I think they will. <laughs> I think they will. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 20 minutes, guys, we're going to talk about uh, Leaving Never- Neverland, the two-part docuseries about Michael Jackson. But uh, first, the sad news. Um, actor Luke Perry, uh, one of the Man. most beloved Hollywood wow. actors. Hey. Um, he yeah. was a star of Beverly Hills 90210 and uh, Riverdale, the, the most recent series he was on. He passed away at the age Wait. of 52. Yes, yes. Riverdale. Wait, the yes. father on there? Archie's father. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you kidding me? He, died, he had a massive yes. stroke last Wednesday. Yes. And uh, oh, yeah, he never recovered from the stroke. And... Um, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with his family. I mean, he played Dylan on 90210, Man, and everybody know, loved Dylan. Yeah. Uh, he was good. Yeah, he, he was, was really And it's good. a yeah. whole new generation that watches Riverdale, yeah. Tasha Generation. Mm-hmm. They love that show. Oh, I'm a Riverdale oh, you, maniac. You, you, you turn me on to Riverdale. Dad. Well, yeah. Robin turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Robin Gibbons, watch yeah. yeah, everybody watches Riverdale. And, and, the, and the day he had the massive stroke, uh, they just announced that they were going to do a reboot of Beverly Hills 
90210. And he was reluctant. He hadn't signed on yet because he had the commitment to Riverdale. Right. So he or Shannon Doherty hadn't, but everyone else had signed on. But just so sad. I mean, so very, very sad. Yeah, at 52, yes. Suffered a massive stroke and just never recovered. Yeah. Yeah, very, very sad. Very sad. Um, in other news, um, after two months of being out, Wendy Williams is back. Okay. Uh, on her, yeah, she's back on her daytime talk show. Uh, Wendy was emotional. She addressed her medical issues, and she also addressed the ongoing rumors about her husband. She said she's still wearing her ring, and her marriage is fine, and she loves her husband very much. And uh, then she went on to discuss hot topics. She talked about uh, Jussie Smollett and uh, Michael Jackson. Huh? You know everybody listening to the story twist mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right you know, she she I, I got everybody on the show. And side eye, yeah. Mm-hmm. She said that she didn't believe a word of the documentary. I did hear that she said that. Oh, okay. She said she, yeah, later. about uh, the Michael Jackson documentary. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people uh, a lot of people believe it, a lot of people don't believe it, especially as fans. They mm-hmm. don't. And because they think that those two guys are out for money. Well mm-hmm. the same two guys that said didn't that happen. Yeah, initially, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a friend of Mike's and always have been. And, you know, I just know him a certain way. I, I don't I don't know anything about this, so I, I'm I, I haven't watched the documentary. You, you should know. No, I mean I don't have no interest in it. I got lot, yeah. I got enough going on as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what you say about him now in his passing. Yeah, he's gone. It has nothing to do with yeah. me. You know what you if you were trying to bring up some charges or something that'd be your let different him rest. story. Let it, let it, I don't let I don't I don't have any interest in that. I have no comment on it because I won't watch it. No, I don't. Man, I'm, I'm still watching This Is It. <laughs> this is it's us. on Netflix. No, This Is It. He's oh, right. Is it? No, uh-huh. he's oh, Michael Jackson's, Jackson's documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Say, hold, hold on. <laughs> but you think This Is Us <laughs> no, no, is no, a TV no, show. No, 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 we ain't finna blow over there. <laughs> what did you think I was talking about, though? This Is Us. <laughs> the, the TV, TV show. show. TV show. Uh-huh. What is This Is Us? Oh, my God. Don't, don't, it's only like the number one TV show, Steve. That's why I've been. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's bigger than This Is It? Well, who, who in it? Oh, God. Okay. Who in it? <laughs> Answer me. If we told you, you wouldn't know. Well, who in it? ain't Michael. All right. Uh, when we come back, it'll be our last break of the day, and uh, Steve will get into some closing remarks. I have some questions I want to ask you, Steve. Okay. All right. We'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day on this Tuesday. Um, boy, a good day. A good day. I think we learned a few things today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You know what, Steve? We were talking about, um, you know, we were young, making mistakes and things like that. So as we get into this closing remarks today, I, I just want to ask you, uh, you know, maybe there's something you can impart to a young person out there who's 21, who's, you know, we were all 21 before. We've made mistakes. L- let them know that they can come out of it. They can do better. Well, you know, here's, here's, here's the deal. Uh, it is amazing how we, how we are sometimes, it, uh, you know, towards one another and how we are with our own actions. It's almost like we, we act like we've never made a mistake ourselves. Mm. Uh, we act like you know what somebody else has done is more, more unforgivable and more unthinkable than they could ever imagine of themselves. When in actuality, the truth of the matter is, 
We've all done things. And thank God that there was no social media when I was 21. Thank God there was no Instagram, Snapchat, no phone cameras. Hell, it wasn't no phones when I was 21. Yeah, there's no record of the reckless, idiotic decisions we made back then. But what happens to these young people today is that they have no way of learning and fixing themselves on their own. They have no time to heal. The destruction of one another is so rampant in our society today that it's frightening, man. It's it's almost like, man, I really, really hate to see bad news come out about young people because they are so attached to social media that they it's such a part of their world. And so many, so many of these young people count on it. There's some grown folks counting on it too, though. Mm-hmm. And it's just a teardown in social media that's, that begins the destruction of a person. Man, does anybody... Give anybody uplift on social media? Does anybody try to say, you know what, I understand. I understand. I've been there. Little girl hanging there. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes mistakes. But it's such a rush to judgment. And then even as you rush to judgment, there's just a rush to destruction. Yeah. And I'm really, really concerned about young people today because, look, mm-hmm. I'm 62. I still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake this year. I made a mistake this year. A mistake. I've been ate up. I get beat up all the time, man. But I'ma just keep I'ma just keep striving. I'ma just keep going along. You know, I just I'm just strong enough to understand that, hey man, I done made them before. And like I said the other day, one of the cool things is when I look back on all of my rough days, when I look back on all the days I thought I wasn't gonna endure. My track record for surviving bad days so far is 100%. And that's pretty cool. Anything else, Sherry? Well, you know, I mean, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I I just want to, and how important is it, Steve, like to have a support system? I, I love the fact that Jordan was able to go someplace where she felt safe, and that was with Jada, and Will was there for her. You know what? That's important, man, that somebody reaches their hand down to pick you up, to give you words of encouragement. And you can be that to a person that you see that's getting beat up. See, the thing about hate, and I've often said it, hate is louder than love. But love is stronger. Yeah. See, so you can loudly try to bring somebody down, and somebody can come and softly and calmly pick them up and hold Mm. and give them time to heal and be okay. But, you know, there's a loving side to most people. There is a compassionate side to most people. And if you don't get out there and get in the fray and the hate game, now that's just just some people that's just hateful. You know, the devil is busy today, man. The devil has imps that work for him 24-7. And they own Twitter and they own Instagram and they own whatever. And the devil just pressed the button and here they go to work. And they call themselves haters and and that, that my job is to hate. No, it's not. No, it's really not. Our job really is to love and uplift one another. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You're going to need loving and you're going to need uplifting. I don't care who you are. You can be the world's greatest hater. 
at one point in time, you're going to need some loving and some uplift. And when it's time to get yours, you know, that's when the Lord's Prayer comes into effect. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Or forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Which simply means when it's time for you to get your compassion and your love, yours is going to be passed out to you the way you gave it out to everybody else. Wow. And you have to remember that, man. And we as people, man, you have to tap into your loving side. If you see somebody getting beat up, it ain't nothing wrong with you to go over there and just try to hug them, give them a help. That don't make you nothing less than a person because you don't agree with the masses. Sometimes you got to pick a person up, man. They just need a little bit of uplift so they can get up and keep going. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 